0: In last week's episode, our characters fought a ship full of denizens of the Down Under. After defeating their enemies, our heroes found a druid in the brig of the boat, and she revealed the location of another piece of the godrend. I wonder what danger, excitement, and adventure awaits us in this week's episode of Focan and Fantasy!
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Folk Fantasy, an improvised podcast where we plays a lot of D&Ds alongside our improvs <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell mm-hmm. that that was improvised? Can everybody tell that I just came up with that on the spot? Well, you did what? Yeah, I did it right on the spot. And I'm most certainly not reading from a script that is right in front of me right now. Man, I sure do hope that is the case and that that wasn't after a week of rehearsing. That's right, Shell Aaron. Laughs Laughs at the joke. I mean. (laughs) (laughs) I am your host, your DM, the one currently drinking a beer that does have like a protein portion on it. Like, it's got a serving fax on it, and there's, like, one gram of protein in this beer. And I gotta say, if I just drink 50 beers, I will just have the exact recommended amount of protein in my system for a day. Peter's drinking a beer? Oh, no, listener. You're gonna get drinky Pete.
0: Drinky Pete. Gotta watch out for him. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Well, first off, 100%, you gotta watch out for me. But secondly, gotta be honest with you guys. You all have gotten nothing but drinky Pete this entire time. I fooled you all. <laughs> I believe it. Why don't I introduce the rest of the cast? Rest of my friends. Rest of my family. We got Chase.
0: Okay, where we, am I in your family? What, what, what am I? <laughs> am I the you uncle? You know,
1: well, um. We all know Chase's papa. Chase A Chase. big papa. A big papa. Mm hmm. Poppy.
2: Aye, poppy. No,
0: (laughs) no, no. The amount of
1: people that call Chase daddy on a daily basis. Surprisingly large amount. You know what? I would would believe that personally because no one ever calls me daddy. It's because they're all calling me
0: daddy. I'm sorry.
1: Exactly. Exactly. All the daddies is going to Chase.
0: It's not sexual, though. It's purely like a... It's uh, purely platonic. It's a fatherly thing. Mm -hmm. They're all like... Hey, Daddy. Where's my juice box?
1: I'm really thirsty and sleepy. Can I take a nap, Daddy?
3: Can I have some fruit snacks, Daddy?
0: Daddy, can we go on a car ride over to the park, Daddy? (laughs) Daddy, my stomach's upset. (laughs) Where are the tums, Daddy? I
1: made a poopy in the (laughs) toilet.
0: This bit has gone on for a long time. <laughs> it's a good bit, though. I'll <laughs> oh, get ready
1: for the next hour. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> well, over there, we have Aaron. It, it's a, uh, Yeah, what he said. Well, over here, we have Shelby.
3: Hi, I'm wondering who invented sour candy and thought it was a good idea. That's what's on Shelby's brain tonight.
1: I love Everyone. sour candy. I love sour candy.
3: Oh. <laughs>
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, um, uh, me
3: too. Sour Patch
0: Kids for days, you know. Okay,
3: that's a diff- that's different because then they're sweet, you know. If you eat if you eat a Warhead jelly bean, your mouth is gonna be sour for the rest of the day.
0: I certainly hope so.
1: Can we talk about how wild those commercials were where it's just like first they're sour then they're sweet so they like destroy something and then they do something with the destroyed bits to make it like oh it's all better now but no it's not all better now. You've committed yeah. a crime. They never show the next part of the story where they that doesn't work in subsiding the judicial system. Mm-hmm. They still do the time.
0: Oh they yeah. Try to,
1: they try to hug the judge and then the bailiff beats them up because they're approaching the bench.
3: I bet some children watched those commercials and they did not want to have Sour Patch Kids in their house, just in case.
0: Oh, that makes sense. Because they know they're the ones getting blamed for that shit.
3: That's true. I definitely would have been the kind of child that was scared the Sour Patch Kids would cut my hair off in the middle of the night <laughs> and then do something sweet with it. I don't remember what the sweet ending of that Make one was. Make a nice
0: little bird's nest or something.
1: Do Sour Patch Kids have thumbs? <laughs> no, but there are many of them. Yeah, they have to all pack together to use the scissors. Yeah, they they Voltron together to make a hand. How horribly upsetting.
3: They're made of gummy. They can do whatever they want.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, technically, Shelby, I, myself, am made of gummy. It's It's mostly just skin, but it's also gummy.
3: You're made of meat, not gummy. So,
1: gummy meat. No, Wait, you're no, thinking no, of the no, word "gamey," Peter. You're very yeah. gamey. Oh, <laughs> that's right.
0: That's you my boil bath. those. You boil those bones, though, and then that's what makes the gummy. So, you mm-hmm. guys,
3: I know we've been doing the intro for a while now, but I just—do you ever think about how we really are just meat? Like we're just meat, <laughs> yeah. and then there's some bones in there, and the bones just help hold up the meat. And then our hearing is like the air got wiggly. And so our meat, here's the wiggliness.
0: No, no, but here's the thing. We're just a pile of, like, noodles in the skull, and those are just our extensions. It's just all the different plugins. ins oh That's God. my favorite Kansas
1: song, uh, All We Are Is Just Meat On The Bones. <laughs> <laughs> all we are is meat on I the bones. I look at all these
3: beautiful children being born, and all I can think is, look at that meat.
1: Look at that little meat sack that came out of your meat meat. sack. Ew,
3: jeez.
1: Man, that sounds like something that Hannibal Lecter would say.
3: Okay, Mm. I'm sorry for derailing even more than we usually derail.
1: Oh, well, you know what? Why don't I get us back on the rails on our train? Choo-choo. Choo-choo. Back to, wait a moment, we do D&D. So let's play some D&D. Are you ready for D&D? Yes. For the love of God. Awesome. I said no. Oh. Okay, guys. (laughs) Good night, everybody. Well, here in Improv Shelby, we yes and. And sometimes we do it really aggressively. Like this.
0: For fuck's sake, can
1: we just play the game? (laughs) A ship newly repaired after a harrowing fight. Our heroes storm on the horizon. Twiggly Bushberry and Chancosa all now have a moment to themselves. Reflecting on what other pieces of the Godrend remain, we do know of several locations of where they might be. There's one being held by someone named Old Tony, a collector of sorts who resides on Hoonmazi Island, in a place called Old Murray. There's one held by the Pisanoi, a terrible goopy siren ship that has been plaguing the seas of Tuterpaga for quite a while. There's one on the unknown island in the tomb of Dungaree Jorts. The last (laughs) of the ghost pirate James Hackett's previous retinue. There's also one apparently with a cult in the mountains. Or so says the late tomb for the goblin. And finally, there's one piece with Miad, the bronze dragon of the uncertain island, who stated that she would relinquish her piece once the others were collected. That leaves only one piece missing. Where on earth could that piece be? Twiggly can... lifts up a rock.
3: Hey, look. <laughs> Guys, this is another piece of the godrent. Twiggly, maybe it's up your butt.
2: <laughs> oh, Storm. How raunchy
1: of you.
3: How rude.
2: Up Twigly. my
1: butt. Twiggly, that is, um, we usually call those roly-polies. There, that, that's not a piece <laughs> of the gunrent.
2: Look at that tree. It's a piece (laughs) of the god (laughs) Do you
3: like my hair? I got it styled after
2: a piece of the god (laughs) Wait,
3: was Peter actually going to tell us where the last one was? No. Oh, okay. (laughs) Do you
1: think Peter knows where the last one is? (laughs) I actually do.
3: (gasps) Tell us. Tell us!
1: (laughs) Twigly jumps into the sky and holds Peter at knife point. You spill it. Well, do you can you guys keep a secret? No. Don't tell <laughs> Absolutely me. not. You're going to say so can I? <laughs> Dang it. Well, <laughs> I can. So, we can only assume that the party was going to discuss their next move when suddenly you hear this. Bang clang, bang clang, bang clang.
3: That's my job. Oh, d- do you want to do it? No, no.
1: Wait, are we on the boat or are we still on the island that we uh, dropped off? Uh, Valeria? Valeria, Um, thank you.
3: Yeah. We're on the boat, Aaron. There was never really a rock or a tree. It was all in Twiggly's imagination.
1: I hate that you guys keep deciding that Twiggly's fucking insane. (laughs) Peter's like, oh, hey, fire comes out of your hands. And I'm like, what? And then he's like, you freaking idiot. (laughs) (laughs) We can say that we're still on the island with Valeria. We'll just like, Melanie, please hop on the call real quick. Please, please, pretty please. <laughs> we watch her walk off in the distance. She's too far away to hear what she's saying now. <laughs> is there like, is there a town on this island? Could we like meet up in a bar and have this conversation over drinks? Uh, sure. I will allow that. Um, What's the, the conversation? About what we're
3: called... going to do next. He just called for Bankling.
1: He'll be here in 15 minutes.
3: Okay. All right. Polly,
2: Gooeyman, I think you two, and maybe Pickle, because we haven't made fun of him in a while. Maybe you guys should come with us and have, you might have something important to say in this conversation as we make plans.
1: <laughs> uh, Reggie comes over and says, hoes, lads! Gooeyman, of course, says, I've never had a drink before! This should be fun! And Pickle says, I'm really glad that I am here as a wonderful ally of yours.
3: <laughs> Great. How far away is the bar? Because I kind of want to ride Blueberry, because I'm tired.
2: <laughs> uh, uh, uh,
3: Storm, wake up! We only just started recording. <laughs> I'm gonna ride him, even if it's like a block away. All right, tally ho!
1: You enter the bar. It's full of horses. <laughs> 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 so a horse walks into a bar. There is a there is a horseman at, uh, at the at the bar. Um, he is. Currently having a lot of trouble cleaning the glasses as his hooves are larger than the actual <laughs> yeah. glasses. T-
3: tell us the real thing.
1: Um. <laughs> <laughs> Shelby, this is improv. This is... Tell us! I've worked so hard for no the last horsemen. one minute on this ho- What? There are
0: no horsemen?
3: I, there are like centaurs, but you said horsemen, and that's not a thing. I should know. I'm a cat.
0: No, they're like minotaurs, except horses.
1: Uh, you are in the horse bar, which is um, which is called Ed's Winnie. The horseman looks over at uh you three and goes, We don't serve your kind here. The horse can stay. Wow. You're legit
2: kicking us out?
1: No, I'm just kidding with you. <laughs> Come on in. The horse is especially welcome, too. It's a little joke I like to play.
3: It's a weird way to introduce yourself to new people.
1: I know it usually scares off all the tourists, but you guys seem alright.
3: Can we sit at this table, please? And will you bring us alcohol? Thank you.
1: If I bring you alcohol, will you give me coin?
3: Yes, you it here. Yeah, geez, this is an establishment. We're not robbing you. Just serve us, and we pay you. That's.
1: We're not robbing him.
3: <laughs> How much for a round
2: of drinks for the six of us?
0: For the six of us, I'll say about. Mm. <laughs> for the six of us, he, he's see. included. <laughs> 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 for everybody, me, okay. <laughs> now, us,
2: us three, Polly, Gooey Man, and Pickle. Uh, yeah,
0: that's okay. Like,
3: <laughs> s- blueberry would also like a drink, so
1: all right blueberry what would you like and you hear the horse winning and goes yeah that's what i thought and he leaves to grab everyone a round of drinks
2: he didn't take our order <laughs> beer it doesn't matter
1: are you sure we got a very fine selection of different types of no, beers no. Go away. we got now. horse beer and then we got regular beer
3: go away horse
1: <laughs> I Goodbye. hate. How, I don't like how you hate him already.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I don't hate him. <laughs> well, he
1: kind of started the conversation by saying, "Get out." <laughs> uh-huh.
3: <laughs> Get out because that's of fair. your race is what he said to us.
1: Yeah, that's true. I think we made a joke earlier in the show about horses being racist, and now he's <laughs> just made that into a reality for this world. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah.
3: Uh, Twig, the, are you wearing the captain's hat? Because this is yeah, kind of your deal.
2: This is my
3: deal? Yeah, you're the one that was like, everybody come to the... B-. Oh, wait, hold on. I got to do a Twiggly voice. Uh, everybody come to the bar and we'll, we're we going to have a... We're going to talk about the next steps.
2: I didn't realize I was an old, old lady.
3: No, that's what you sound like.
2: Oh, my God. So <laughs> mean. Here, here's my storm. Uh.
3: Very good, Twiggly, please proceed. Tell us the your plan. I don't have a plan. I'm
2: trying to make one with you guys.
3: Oh yeah, gee, oh my God. okay, so first we have to find the god runs and then one of us is gonna be a god. um after mm-hmm. that, I'm not sure. <laughs> Why are you laughing?
2: you're right we there is absolutely no plan for after that. Yeah, After we don't. No. Ha- no, we don't have a retirement plan set up or nothing.
3: Yeah, so isn't that the plan we should focus on right now?
0: Well, what is the w- What is the four hundred one k's that I've been setting aside for you guys for then? Oh, you're setting aside. Oh man, damn.
3: That's awesome.
0: I didn't oh, know. Yes, nice. you. It's great. It's only um, been a couple of months, could- so it's it's still kind of small, but
2: I could get a timeshare on Llama Down City.
3: Question: Aren't we going to the island that Twigley's dad is supposed to be on? What is it called? Hold uh, on, it's called. Hold on, Pete,
1: Michellis... you could save us. Oh time. no, that's the other one. Jesus, <laughs> Pete, you could save us time. You I guess could have. I wanted to see how this was pan out. Um, <laughs> Mouth yeah. you. <laughs> just I'm gonna read random <laughs> <laughs> Inserts no, on random your characters. Your notes. <laughs> uh, he is uh, at the tomb of Dungary Jorts on the Unknown Island. The Unknown the Island.
3: Unknown Island. Is that its actual? Um, God, is that its actual name?
1: Uh, or that's just
3: the name we've been told? Is that it? A- that's just Polly. the name
1: that you've been told. Yes. Do you know uh, what the uh,
3: Unknown Island is?
1: Well, of course not. It's unknown. I'm You're sorry. you the navigator
3: yeah. or whatever.
1: I, I, okay. Uh, he pulls out a map and he points to a completely unmarked. Like it's not unmarked. Um, it's got a lot of filigree and images of sea creatures around that area. And he says, generally, the uh, Tomb of Dungaree George is somewhere within this general area. Well, we're either going to have to try to find either magical means or possibly try to find a master cartographer in order to locate this location.
0: No 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 look look at look at the, the snaky looking sea monster. The tip of his tail, I swear, it's gotta be there. Just trust me on that one, you know? Uh is a wild guess, but my gut tells me it's the tip of the tail.
2: John, I can't tell if you're trying to make a joke. Like, I feel like I'm missing
0: something. <laughs>
3: he wants us to go to the tip. Just the tip?
0: I swear there was no joke, but I don't actually know this. I just, I, it's just <laughs> a hunch. There was no bit there even. You um,
2: actually feel very strongly
1: that the island is at the tip of the tail of the serpent.
0: Yeah, and if it is there, I'm going to feel pretty, uh, pretty cool if it's actually there. If it's good enough for Chan, it's good enough for me. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Queen Man. He's got my back.
3: I have a quick question, guys. Did we perhaps take a little nappy nap after fighting those boatmen? Because I'm dying if we didn't.
1: <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm going to say, yeah, you did.
0: Okay, cool, cool. I'm alive. Disregard. Do you think uh, Theo might have some sort of magical means to find where the island is? Should we talk to him?
2: Well, before we do that, is that the next logical step for us to take to go to go for that island? And that's hard for me to say because I want to see my dad more than anything. But, guys, it's feeling a little dangerous out there between Hackett, the Pisonoi, and all of that.
3: What's our other choice? The old Tony guy?
2: Old Tony, or we could go deal with Pisonoi. Or we could go to the cult in the mountains that Toomford told me about. Did Toomford give
1: Twigley a specific island or area? He didn't when you asked. Are there multiple mountain locations in this continent reginald will actually say yes there is uh he will point to three different islands they are all labeled sheer island dragon cliff island and insanity bay
3: we should so... definitely go to insanity Bay. <laughs> that sounds like the right one is is that the island you're from storm no did i say what island i'm from
1: you did not i will give you this shelby One of those sounds familiar. Which one does it? Which one sounds familiar to you? Can you
3: say them again?
1: Uh, Sheer Rock Island, Dragon Cliff Island, Uh and Insanity Bay.
3: Sheer Rock sounds familiar to me. Is that the one you're from? It it might be. It might be. I was never told the name specifically. I was just a little baby kitty on an island, you know? You know? Yeah, you no. didn't know the name of your island. You just knew you had a cave. Yeah, that's because I lived in a cave. You had a community. John just <laughs> said he lived in the swamp. Like that's not a th- that's not a an island. That's just a swamp. I think he said it was Swamp Island.
0: I think Swamp
3: was the name
0: of the <laughs> island. Yeah, the swamp. Swamp is the name of the island. The swamp. to be um particular because there's a swamp and then there's the swamp. Different. What
3: did I just say the, the name lizard, of my island? The post? lizard.
0: No, the lizardmen in a swamp are assholes. Just watch out for them. <laughs> Bunch of jerks. They'll piss you off. Racist bastards. Uh, on that note, the
1: horse man brings you your drinks and uh brings a small bale of hay in uh what looks like what are what are those called? Like a little paper boat. A paper like, boat. Yeah, yeah, the paper boats that have like the the fries <laughs> like, in them and whatnot. Yeah. But it's hay. A basket. Get, yeah. Sure. That you'd get nachos in at a baseball game? Yeah, something like that, but it's full of hay. Is that for you, Pickle? Did you order
3: that? Hey, shut up. It's for Blueberry. He's hungry.
1: I'm kind of hungry.
3: You don't eat hay. You eat, like, meat or something. Insects. I don't know. Storm,
0: have you ever fed Blueberry?
3: No, but Bee Guy does a lot.
0: Okay.
1: Blueberry gets his basket of uh, deep-fried hay um, Gross. <laughs> disgusting. <Hate it>. <laughs> Gross. Disgusting. Hate it. Continue.
0: Uh, Gross, disgusting. Hate
1: it. Everyone gets a uh, <laughs> beer, and it is actually incredibly foamy. Like, there's a good section of each of the mugs that has a thick layer of foam at the very top.
3: He can't pour it sideways because he has hooves. So he can't make sure it doesn't get all foamy.
2: Well, that'll probably be reflected in the tip.
3: Twiggly, I just, honestly we know where your dad is why shouldn't we go there
2: we don't know where my dad is that's what we just discussed i thought he was in the jorts place yes but we just said we don't know where the island is Polly just said
3: we need a master cartographer okay let's find one
1: or magical means
3: or magical means all right we've got a lot of magical friends we've got miad we've got pickle I mean, I guess
2: Toonford might know exactly where the
0: island is.
3: We mer... Oh, he's He's in your thingy. Yeah, he's in my thingy. Go in your thingy.
0: Go play with your thingy.
3: Storm high fives, Chon, for the thingy joke.
1: As Twiggly is uh, thrust into his portion of the godrend thingy uh, yeah the thingy you see that tombford and the other denizen of the godrend uh Jilof, are still having a small little deep tea party they seem to be actually having a very nice time and seem to be hitting it off very well
3: hi
2: guys oh hi there hey i don't mean to interrupt tombford do you know exactly where the unknown island that holds the tomb of Dungree Joyce? do you know where that is exactly Cause you kind of sent my dad there. I did. I did. See, there is a
1: spell that I know. It's a little involved. I ended up finding like like a piece of his clothing. I just needed something of jorts. You know, I just needed to grab a hold of some jorts. I used magical means, and we were able to locate. We were able to send him off their way. I'm sorry. Um, do you want some tea?
2: No, I'm. am o- okay. I've got a beer in the in the real world. While I while I have you. I do have one more question. I just wondered if you could clarify how the Pisanoi came to be. I found it. I found that half. I found it kind of like
1: floating around in the ocean, and I thought it was interesting. I decided to study it, and, uh, well, I found out that I could make little doubles. It was creepy at first. They weren't good doubles. How not
2: good. Um, Tell me great in great detail how terrible they were.
1: Have you ever seen yourself die like a thousand times in different terrible fashions?
2: Yeah, I have that dream all the time. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Brother, you and I
2: are more alike than we realize. Mm. Do I need to rethink my life choices? Anyway, go on. That's kind of why Miss Scrums found me useful.
1: Not only as a magic man, but as a man of science. And
2: she used the Godwin to create Scrums, the, the restaurant? Or this, that's just happenstance. Oh,
1: that's just happenstance.
2: Yeah, she's just really, she, she was really rich. Okay, Toomey, I think that cleared up some things. The The Pisonoid ship, do you know how to locate, like, anything that would help us destroy it?
1: Well, uh, as I was studying the one part that I have,
2: I know that it's only half of it. Okay, so that was a no. Hey, that was a no, I'm sorry. It's okay. Do you, do you, do you want some tea? Nah, I'm getting a little stressed, and so I'm thinking the beer sounds a little bit better than the tea. I'm going to go back. My friends are probably waiting for me. I hope they haven't pranked me. Last time they put my hand in a bowl of warm water, it was really mean. <laughs> I just don't want them to do that again, okay? Well, so yeah, gonna... your hand's wet then. Yeah, my That's hand. So...
1: Yes, your hand is super wet. It was just my hand. So I got I to gotta go back
2: and make sure that they're not doing anything else like that. Hey, Lof? Uh She turns and says, yes, dearie. I miss you. Oh. I miss you, too, sometimes. Come and have some tea
1: with us Sometimes. Okay, bye. <laughs> okay, bye. Smash cut, two. No, 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 Miss Storm. Do not put his hand in water. We remember what happened last time.
3: No! Storm, you promised. I, um, <clears throat> I didn't, I, but I didn't, I didn't do it, so I kept my promise. I didn't do it. The, the horse hasn't even brought me the warm water yet, so.
1: I brought you some warm water. I don't know what you're doing with it. Oh, y'all just, okay? You look no, a little just bit. Take,
3: just take it away, horse. Fine. Guys, should okay. we ask his name? No. Okay.
2: <laughs> That'll just encourage him to come back. Tomford had used magic to locate the island before using something of Dungaree George's, which I'm assuming he sent with my dad.
3: Twiggly, do you happen to have anything of your dad's? Well, I'm remembering
2: that Farfield told me he would look in the in the cage see if anything of my dad's was there i'm trying to remember if we happened to stop by there before we left Mckellis and what that scene might have looked like where
1: he handed me something of my father's you know smash cut too back <laughs> you're back in the cage he's just like here i found this locket thank you smash back too
3: oh my god he gave me this locket are you sure it's your dad's i mean i don't
1: know who else they were holding there is, is does the locket open up is there a picture or anything uh it opens up and there is a picture of you and Aww. a picture of uh him and a, and a picture of your mother Aww. is it baby twiggly it's so baby twiggly how cute is baby twiggly roll me a uh well how high is your charisma 15 15 you are far cuter than the average baby you are a cute baby
0: Oh my god, look at those cheeks.
3: Look at the little twiggly.
2: I I don't even like
0: mammal babies, but he's so adorable.
2: He's
3: so cute. (laughs) Guys, I'm still
2: I'm still cute. Um, I think.
3: Give me the locket.
2: Oh, okay. Peter. Yes.
3: Could you please have Twiggly's dad make a wisdom saving throw?
1: Ooh. That is a fifteen.
3: Okay, 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 okay. He didn't pass. Okay. He failed. That's good. So, I am scrying him right now. I am able to see and hear him. All right. What do I see and hear?
1: There is a moment of you holding on and being completely aware of your surroundings. You're holding on to the locket, and then all of a sudden, it feels like your very brain is being pulled away. I mean, it's still intact, but it feels like the back of your head is getting suddenly, like, gently pulled. And as you feel that pulling stop, you find yourself in a very, very dark chamber. You see the man that you saw in the little picture in the locket, the little halfling man, far older far more weathered his clothes are stained with dried blood and currently he is just standing and looking at a coffin in a large in this large stone room he's just standing there and looking at it he's alone he is completely alone
3: can i tell anything about the room that may be significant and help us find this place
1: uh make a perception check 24 Unfortunately, in this extremely dark area with only like maybe a couple of lit sconces in this room, in this stone chamber, you do see what appear to be hieroglyphics on the walls.
3: I, can I tell what language or anything?
1: They seem to be just pictures. Of? As you look at the hieroglyphics and really look into them, they seem to tell a story it shows what appears to be a snake-headed man and what appears to be a gem completely embedded into his palm. And he appears to be some sort of healing person. But you also see that he has another piece. It looks like it goes on the back of the hand and it looks like another piece of the godrend. And he seems upset with it somehow. So it looks like he attaches it to a harpoon, and throws it into a big red round thing.
3: Oh, damn it. (laughs) The big red fish! (laughs) 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 So that doesn't really give me any clues. Well, maybe...
1: You know where the next piece of the another piece of the godrend is now?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm trying to find Twiggly's fucking dad. So
1: yeah, it didn't really tell you much of where Twiggly's can, dad is. Can you I talk can, to him?
3: I cannot. I, I can hear and see him, but I cannot talk to him. If he's able to see things that are un, are invisible
1: for some reason,
3: he would be able to sense me. But
1: I don't know why he would be able to do that. He does scratch his chin at one point and then pull out a good berry and eat it out of his chin. Yes, it's out of his chin. No, he pulls it out of, like, a pouch or something like that. He just scratches his chin because he she scratches said, she said Itchy. that, like, her recommendation was ridiculous, Peter, but we saw Wretch politely do the exact same thing. <laughs> you know what? You're, fu- you're correct. You are correct. Okay, I'll say this. He has grown quite a sizable, scruffy beard. He pulls out a good berry Ew. from the beer. Does that mean that he trained Wretch? God, I hope not. We got to go find Wretch again. Uh, before the vision fades, Storm, you see him take probably the smallest, babiest step toward the coffin. And then you are pulled back. And when you come back, you discover your hand is in a bowl of warm water.
3: <laughs> oh, 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 God. Um, Vengeance is mine.
1: <laughs> I don't see how this is funny. Now her hand's wet.
3: Yes, just my hand is wet. It's just my hand. <laughs> You're correct. Well, Twiggly, I saw your dad. What? He's alive. He's alive? He eats things out of his beard, so that's weird. Oh, oh. Uh, uh, I was not able to tell where he is, but do you guys, this is going to be wild. This is going to blow your minds. Do you guys remember the Big Red Fish? Was that the name of the tabaxi ghost? No, the Big Red Fish. That There was like a whole side plot about it for oh, an episode. Oh. Yeah, he ate a a piece of the godrend or something, so we gotta hunt him down.
0: The fish did, or Twiggly's dad ate a piece of the godrend? No, no, no,
3: the fish. Twiggly's dad, I was not able to uh, figure anything out about him. He looked not super great and and he was hiding the godrend in his beard? No, 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 he ate food out of his beard.
0: And the fish was there?
3: No, the fish was on the wall.
0: Oh, yeah, (laughs) that makes sense.
3: Toomford said... That he used his spell to track
2: dungaree Jort's tomb, using something of dungree Jort's Pickle, do you have a spell that could track my dad through this locket?
1: Uh unfortunately my spell casting is not as strong as what you'd like. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's my
2: fault for expecting something. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love how Pickle has slow has very quickly become the lightning rod of hate. No, no, no we don't
2: <laughs> hate you, we just I, I missed you. We haven't talked to you in
1: like 30 episodes. I early. know. Come on. I've been, I've been learning. I've got new spells, but I don't have spells as powerful as that. Okay.
3: Guys, you weren't even impressed with my new, my new thing that I just did. I was impressed.
0: Oh, your whole scrying thing? That was pretty neat.
3: Okay. Next time that I do it, though, can we just like not put warm water anywhere near me? Like, you know how I feel about water in general?
2: Okay. Okay. We're even now.
3: Okay. So guys,
2: we now know we have to hunt the big red fish. And between that, the big red fish, I apologize. Between that and the Paisanoi and Hackett, Chan, you mentioned something. Once we acquired the second little boat, you said, is this the start of our fleet? Uh A fleet sounds pretty helpful.
3: Can we make the Paisanoi part of our fleet? That's
2: kind of what I'm thinking. If we can track down the Pisanoi and take out the Paisanoi, like maybe the people that we save from there, maybe they'll like be our crew for our fleet, at least until like to help us out with the things we need. They don't have to, I mean, we're giving them freedom. We don't want to like be like, oh, now serve us. Like that's not cool, but.
0: No, 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 that, that makes sense.
3: Yeah, I think Paisanoi is our next target. Also, we have friends on there.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jack and, um... um Alexandria. Oh, Alexandria. Why do we Oh, man. I'm going to look her in the face and still not remember. I just know it.
3: Twig. <laughs> it's just not nice.
1: <laughs> if I recall correctly from our friend uh Gwyn, we probably need to get a set of uh, pink coral earrings for the lot of us.
3: Are we going to go talk to Miyad? Why was that...
1: Yeah, why is that on the table?
3: Because that's where Gwen went, with the I other mean, oh. lady that had pink coral earrings. If we we did that, we'd have to bring...
1: Just call Ellie and have her get on the call real quick.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, if I'm remembering right, we discovered that they were not cut from the same coral. Like, it just didn't matter where the coral came from, it just needed to be coral.
3: Storm runs out the door. She's at the shoreline calling for brandy wine.
1: Uh, not only do you see Brandywine, you also see Clang who is impatiently tapping his foot.
3: Oh no, I forgot about Clang. <laughs>
1: Cut back to inside the bar. Hey, she didn't pay her bill!
3: I've
2: got
1: her bill. Calm
2: down, you dumb horse. Wow! jeez! <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, that didn't...
1: I'm grumpy.
2: It didn't oh. sleep
1: well. I'm sorry. He, uh, pours another drink. This one's on me. You, you want to talk about it? no <laughs> after you say that he drains that of beer dry it's just like i don't know what the best way of putting it he just like chugs that like super fast
3: guys bang Clang's here
0: oh yeah bang clang
1: and then i i hey, run let, outside
0: let's, <laughs> let's go
2: let's go see bang clang. and as Twiggly's heading out to go see
1: bang clang he turns to polly
2: do we have enough crew between us for both these ships?
1: We could maybe use about two if we send someone over there to the other ship. We could definitely man it with a uh, good friend Gooey Man over here.
2: You think, you think with Gooey Man we have enough to cover the crew for until we get to Pisanoi?
1: Uh We might need at least two more people, I think. Okay, how do we pay
2: them? We haven't talked about that at all.
1: I mean, I still have a cache that I'm working on that Alexandria left. Okay, that sounds nice. Let's
2: use that. Let's me not worry about it, you know. And it Let's the DM not worry about it either.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: okay, Brandywine, I need you to find pink coral, okay? Say that back to me.
1: It's pink coral. Yeah. That- <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm you
3: a to- fucking idiot? <laughs> Do you think you can find some? Like, a good amount, because I think all three of us are going to need... Actually, the whole crew might need some pink coral. Do you think you can do that? Like, a lot?
1: I've already found some.
3: okay.
1: In the time that it took for us to talk about it, I've already found just, like, a little bit, but I'm sure I can find a little bit more.
3: Cool. Thank you. You're the best. Bankling, our old pal. What's up?
1: Uh, You see that his uh, feathers are a little bit ruffled, and you hear him say... I'm not bad. Are you good, though? He makes a little chime that indicates that, yeah, he's okay, but he's kind of impatient.
3: Okay, sorry. I mean, you have other places to be. I thought we were your best customers. <laughs> We've seen him, like, twice. Sure, twiggly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I pop down a bunch of stuff from my backpack in front of him and say, All right, Bang Clang, I got some good wares for you. Can I get a good price for these? I'm showing him um there's the three statues from the big red fish incident. Mm-hmm. There's uh eleven gems that were worth a hundred gold piece a piece, mm-hmm. and then we got all those books that we stole from Tombford. A whole a whole bag of holding full.
3: Did you d- dump out a whole bag of holding full of things in front of him? <laughs> it was exactly like a mountain. I'm
1: <laughs> ben Clang suddenly worries about how he's gonna pay for his, his bills and get that all figured out when he's got to give us money for all this. Unfortunately, Bang Klang seems very disinterested with the books as he's like
0: slowly paging through them and throwing them behind him. Okay, well, I'll keep these then. Thank you. Like I put them back in the bag of folding.
3: Maybe we can use them to squish like a tiny enemy at some point. We'll just dump them on him, you know?
0: Yeah. As you're pulling up
1: books, you already find a tiny enemy that you have squished. And he's like, oh, (laughs) (laughs) we got our money's worth.
3: They've been useful.
1: So he looks at the uh, 11 uh, gems and he looks at the statuettes. And uh, after appraising them, you hear him go one, zero, five, zero. And then a clattering of coins for everything. Uh, He shakes his head. Yes. Okay. I
3: thought that the the gems that you have eleven of were worth a hundred apiece.
1: Uh make Ooh. an it make a intelligence check. Or you can do or you can do an insight check. That's probably a little bit more uh what's happening.
3: That is a fifteen.
1: He is a businessman and you're coming up coming to uh sell him stuff, of course he's gonna try to undercut you.
3: He's 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 dicking us around.
0: Yeah, uh I know I know exactly what these gems are worth these are worth uh, 1100 alone not counting the statues give me 12 1200 uh he shakes his head no at that all right your turn we're bartering about it we're uh haggling what you got
1: first off roll me a persuasion check John that is a 11. he looks at the uh the group of stuff uh he scratches his little bird beak and goes... One, one, zero, zero. Clattering of coins. For all of it? For all of it.
2: 1101!
0: You know what? Here's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> I need to find a number that splits between three evenly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I say, oh, actually, yeah. <laughs> 1101. <laughs> what Twiggly said? Roll me a persuasion check. That is a, t- a 12. I'm asking for one more gold piece.
1: I know. he's He is a shrewd businessman. I'm going to help
3: him. I'm going to help him. You know, Banklang. I feel like you could make a lot of money off of these items. They're very rare.
0: Uh, Help gives advantage, yeah? Yeah. Because yeah. I just rolled again, and that was a nat 20. Ooh. <laughs> he pulls out a
1: large heaping bag of gold. And he reaches into his pocket, and he places one more gold piece into the bag.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you very much,
1: Spangling. As soon as you grab it, the bag bursts from underneath.
3: Aw. Uh, John, count each coin, please.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Live, on air. (laughs) One, two, (laughs) ah, shit, I lost count. (laughs) We each get 367 extra gold.
3: Woohoo!
0: All right, you are now in Clang's Emporium, a
1: fantastic little submarine that is filled with all sorts of magical accoutrements and regular dang old armor and stuff. Could everybody roll a perception check? Unnatural 20.
3: 15.
0: I got an unnatural unnatural 21. I would think you got an unnatural <laughs> 21. So I got, I got a special dice that lets
1: me cheat. <laughs> Don't tell anyone So Storm Yeah. As you are Checking out some of the Magical accoutrements One of the things that you find Is a robe That is black And almost has like this Kind of strange Oily texture Ew.
3: Yeah gross Ben Clang, tell me about this boy
1: <laughs> I I imagine Ben Kling opening his mouth and Peter's voice coming out because Peter told Ben Kling about this item. Uh, <laughs> he opens his mouth like at a 90-degree angle. And pukes. Yes, he vomits. He vomits, <laughs> he vomits and gives all his bird babies his, his, the food that he's accumulated. But uh, as he opens his mouth, he goes, Well, what you're looking at is the cloak of the man array. Wherever this cloak with the hood up, you can breathe underwater and you have a swimming speed of 60 feet. Pulling the hood up or down requires what is referred to as a six-second action. Get it all at Clang's Emporium. And then he shuts his mouth. Who the who the hell takes six seconds <laughs> to pull a hood over their head?
3: I thought you were going to ask about who recorded that ad for him.
1: I mean, there's that too, but I, I have a hood
2: right now. And if it weren't for my headphones, that would be not even a
1: third of a second that it just took.
3: How, and how much is this bang clang? Because... Listen, I have a fear of water, but I think I may be a little more willing if I could breathe underwater. You know what I mean?
1: He looks at that and he says two, five, zero, and then clattering of coins.
3: How about two, zero, zero?
1: Uh, roll a persuasion check. Thirteen. He uh, opens his beak and he says two, four, five, and then you hear a clattering of coins.
3: All right, bang Kling. listen, I know know how the business is, and we just gave you a sweet deal with all those gems. two twenty-five.
1: Roll a persuasion check at disadvantage.
3: That was a six.
1: Hold on, I could use Porton and make the base of it nine.
3: All right, bang Kling. I mean, this is the first and only thing I've seen. Maybe I should wait. (laughs) I'll come back around to it. Tell me about your other wares, bang Kling.
1: Uh, he starts showing you around. Uh, Tell how me about... about this
3: giant, giant sword that says it does a hundred damage with just one little swipe.
1: You see him run up to the sword and like golem grab onto the hilt and go. And he goes, "It's mine."
3: Okay, maybe don't keep it on the sales floor then, buddy. Bankling, would you like to join our
1: crew? <laughs> uh, you see him, you see him grab his sword and then, uh, place it in a r- room with a locking key. Twiggly doesn't think anything, but Aaron immediately went, well, maybe we wait on Paisanoi and, uh, plan a little heist. Now, Chon, as you are walking around, mm-hmm. uh, you find what appears to be another kind of robe with also some strange oily textures to it but it is like a deep purple and it's got like these two strange tentacles that are like sprouting out of the back of the robe okay and it's actually kind of difficult to look at bankline tell me about this one you see his mouth open at a 90 degree angle and you hear him go well what you have right there is a cloak of displacement It's made from 100% pure displacer beast. And while you're wearing it, it projects an afterimage of yourself that makes you kind of hard to hit, at least for about six seconds or so. Mechanically speaking, uh, until something hits you, Chan, while you're wearing this, Mm -hmm. everything has disadvantage to hit you.
0: Like spell attacks included?
1: Yeah. Ooh, this does not protect against uh what is it? Like AoE. AoE right. and um things that cause you to have to make a save.
0: Um how much does this one cost? Uh
1: he looks at it and he goes 300 zero, zero, and then a cluttering of coins.
0: Okay, okay. Now I'm also wondering do you have any splint mail around here? Splint mail or if you have um what's the one above that? You can't afford the one above that. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah, no. Splint mail maybe. <laughs> He shows you
1: some splint mail, and um, that is a uh, hundred gold pieces itself. And then he shows you the one above it, and uh, the plate mail, and you see that it is uh, five hundred gold pieces.
0: And if I sell you my chain mail here, very nice, nicely made stuff. Uh, I want, I want the cloak. I want the splint mail, and I'll give you my chain mail. How much? Uh, how much are we talking?
1: Uh, he looks at you and he goes, three, seven, five, and then you hear a clattering of coins. Uh, I'll, I'll take it. All right. So you now have splint mail. You also now have the cloak of displacement. Mm-hmm.
0: So what does this plate? What does this uh, splint mail look like? This splint mail, it looks like a bunch of layers of bones overlapping each other.
1: Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Really getting into that, uh,
0: that bone motif. Yeah, that oogity boogity vibe. I still got to go back to Theo and get my shield at some point too. Oh yeah, uh, Twiggly. Yes. In your searching,
1: uh, you end up finding it appears to be a cloak, but it is uh, looks like it's made of feathers. Okay. <laughs> tell me more <laughs> sir uh, bang clang comes over to you and uh, he opens his mouth and he goes well what you got right there is a little something fancy pants it lets you fly for about 30 feet but you gotta keep in mind that if you don't stand on the ground you will plummet like a rock so essentially you now it's, if you wear that you have a fly speed of 30 feet But if you uh, don't end your turn standing on the ground, you will fall. It's like a a little extra boost to your jumpy boots. Fuck yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, talk that through to me mechanically. So if I wanted to move forward, because it's 10 feet running to be able to jump 42 feet distance wise. And then I could fly 30 feet. Repeat that to me again. I'm sorry. Because the way it works is uh i can jump 42 feet if i run 10 feet to kind of like lead up to it and then you'll have an additional 30 feet after that of flying of like pure flying and i can like still like be close to the ground ish that's pretty freaking dope like you wouldn't cost me a dash action for that yeah i would not cost you a dash (laughs) okay how much is that uh bang clank says Two five, zero, and clattering of coins
2: okay, that sounds pretty cool i do have I do have an issue storm can i can I talk to you for a bit? Yes, so storm, I was thinking about buying you some breastplate armor
3: that's inappropriate go on I'm, well, I'm sorry <laughs> you-
2: you weren't sold on the the swimmy thing you found
3: well, here's the thing. I don't enjoy water. I'm trying to get better with the water. Storm. I'm just, yes?
2: We just learned we have to go fight and hunt down a big old fish. I understand the fear of the water, but if you could not die in the water. (laughs) Mm, That is interesting. Cause correct me if I'm wrong, God. (laughs) And he twiggly shouts to the sky.
3: You said that this would give her the ability to swim. No, I get a swimming speed if I could swim.
2: Mmm, that that does suck.
3: But I could breathe underwater, no. so I wouldn't be as scared to learn. Uh,
1: n- well, okay, here's the thing. While you're wearing that thing, you will you would be able to swim.
3: See that's enticing. <laughs>
1: Because it gives you a swim speed of 60 feet, which previously, with how Shelby was role playing this, it was zero.
3: (laughs)
2: Buy the cloak. Well, hold on, Storm, because I was going to buy you armor as a little present because I know it's your birthday.
3: It's not. I mean, yes. And
2: so, like, I was going to buy you this breastplate armor, but it's pretty pricey.
1: Uh, clang approaches you, Storm, and goes, identification. My
3: identification?
1: He shakes his head, yes.
3: I am Storm on the horizon.
1: Don't he wants your ID. He's making sure you're twenty-one.
3: I don't understand. I don't <laughs> do we here's my fantasy driver's license, I guess.
1: You hand him his boat your boating license. Okay uh, is today in fact your birthday?
3: <laughs> sure.
1: Uh <laughs> you see Bang Clang hand you back your boating license, roll his eyes, go over, press a button, and a giant wheel pops up. What uh, is
0: this? Oh, this looks great. <laughs> he gestures <laughs> for you for you to. Is this
3: a
1: birthday wheel? <laughs> yes.
3: <laughs> uh, oh, I spit it.
1: <laughs> All right, I'll oh, <laughs> go ahead and da, 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 da. roll me a D one hundred. Forty
3: two. Uh,
1: as the wheel <laughs> spins and spins, it lands on a little placard that says. 10% off of your very next purchase.
3: Woo! Yahoo. I want to buy that cloak with the fishy on it.
1: You hear Bankling open his mouth and some, and he says, you should have opened with that. He hands you the cloak, which is now based on the haggling that went on. I I, I think we went down to like 240. Is that right? Yeah. It, it, yeah. it was
3: two forty five.
1: I'm going to split the difference here and say that he sells it to you for two hundred and sixteen.
3: That sounds good to me, Bang Uh
1: the wheel then folds back up and goes underneath you know <laughs> the, the back of the ca- the cash register.
2: Bang how much for some breastplate armor? And Twiggly tugs on Storm's sleeve. Are you proficient in medium armors?
3: Yes. Okay, good, good. Uh, Twiggly, I don't need armor because I have a shield now. If you get this armor with the shield, your
2: AC would be
0: 18. That sounds great. I'm willing to chip in on that one.
3: Wait, what's yours? Mine? Both of you. Uh,
2: Chan, what is your AC now that you have that cool new armor?
0: Uh, it's 20 now.
3: What the fuck?
2: Yeah. Mine is also 20.
3: Oh my Like You're okay, lagging behind no, Shelby storm. Shelby legitimately Did not know It <laughs> <laughs> was so bad Oh no <laughs> I'd like to buy Some armor please
1: <laughs> Uh Banklang is like Halfway Uh Out of like a closet With some breastplate armor For you Uh It'll sell for 200 I'll buy it All Uh right. Twiggly will chip in 50
3: I think that the armor Is Black Like pitch black with, like, an edging of light blue to match her eyes. Oh, no, no, silver, because she's a a snow leopard, so I feel like that would be kind of cool. Rad. Yeah.
0: And then the crawls out of the backpack. My turn! (laughs) 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 I just want to spin the wheel.
1: (laughs) Bang, clang, pushes a button, and the wheel pops out.
3: Yay, a littler one. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah there's a sm- yeah a smaller one specifically designed for octopai octopi on their birthday
0: right it's like it's like when you go to like the doctor's office and they've got like the lollipops this is meant just for kids so black black like squelches on over to it and and spins it big money big money <laughs>
1: all the little cards on it say one piece of candy <gasps> so- oh my goodness for me <laughs> I love you, Kling.
3: Happy birthday, Blake. It's not my birthday, but I'm so happy.
1: Bankling gives you gives you like you know what it is? It is saltwater taffy.
3: It tastes like oh, tw- 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 octopus.
1: Twiggly will buy that um that cloak of flying. What's it what's it called for my sheet? Uh we're just gonna call it the cloak of flight because I kinda came up with it. Oh cool. Good job, Peter. Well, I there's a there's a really cool good job, thing. Peter. Okay.
0: <laughs> um,
1: now, uh, before we leave Banklang's Emporium, oh, yeah, oh. yeah, there's one other thing Twiggly would like.
2: <laughs> okay, Banklang, how long? How how difficult would it be, and how much would it cost for some specialty masts, or, or uh, like a flag for our ships to identify us as a fleet? Ooh
1: you see his eyebrow raise he's a bird you see his eyelids raise <laughs> it's
0: horrifying
1: and uh, he pulls out <laughs> a small little easel he opens his mouth and he goes well what did you have in mind, little lady and he just shrugs his shoulders like I'm sorry that's what I have <laughs> <laughs> it's the only sound soundbite I have available to me right exactly, now exactly <laughs> yeah twiggly draws this is a design i have had like for 20 episodes that like i uh had originally said like hey chan can you put this on my shield and then we just never did that never just said that this is what happens (laughs) so in in the center lies like a like a sphere like a like an orb and uh on either side is two diagonals almost looking like a, a v was cut in half And like pulled apart with Mm -hmm. two wings on each of those lines branching out at the top and in the middle so i can uh pretend i know how to use photoshop and make a design for this to like put on the facebook page once once this episode comes out and then viewers can uh look at it because i uh am for sure not describing this well Uh, after you give the very detailed, very lovely uh, description to Banglang, he shows it to you, and it is exactly the way that you had described it, <laughs> Unf- which is not the way Twiggly wanted it to look. Yeah. I'm sure, one hundred percent. He went by the exactly how Twiggly said it. Exactly, there was no uh, artistic means done.
0: It was just like. That. Well, that's a good excuse for it to not have to look good, Aaron.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: the
2: fleet of the Bumblebee is taking off.
1: You hear Bankland go two five, uh, jangling of coins
0: for each of them. Okay. Um, I yell outside to Polly. Yo, Polly, do we have fifty gold from what? the uh, from the ship money?
1: I was using that to buy food. And to put money into, uh, 401ks, but, um...
0: You don't have 50 gold for me to borrow for, uh, for a fleet? Well, I mean, I've got 50 gold. That sounds great. Uh, give it to me. What's the magic word? Please.
2: Or I'll kill you. Oh my...
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was just about to comment about the growth of Chan in that moment. (laughs) uh Yeah. You see that he was about to give it to you after you said please, but with that last bit, he just like um
3: Give it to him, Polly. Polly,
1: I was okay. just hearing about this crazy thing.
0: I wonder if you could tell me about it. It's called keel hauling. You ever heard of that, Polly?
1: I can assure you, Mr. Kosa, that I could definitely show you exactly what I mean what that means.
0: Mm-hmm. Give me the money.
1: I was giving it to you. Thank you. And then you said that you were going to kill me. I might. Give me
3: the money. Hey, stop fighting. I mean, I'll pay for it. What is going on?
1: If we're using 50 of the the boat fund money, um mm-hmm. Twiggly will chip in another fifty for future boats.
0: Oh. <laughs> he
1: goes to a door and you see this strange haggard old woman over like a sewing machine. <laughs> he opens the door and you just hear, WHAT! And then he throws the design <laughs> in there. He goes, OK. And then he, then he walks away and he goes, Ab-
2: about two weeks. We'll, we'll call for you in two weeks. Uh, he gives a
1: thumbs up. Cool. You're also going to need to hire two, at least two more people for this new boat. Hey, Bangling, got any slaves? He locks the door that he opened to the whole lady. <laughs> <laughs>
3: This is Liam Neeson and I kidnapped your daughter. And if you don't go follow Folk and Fantasy on Twitter right now, she's going to explode. Also, you got to like their Facebook page or she's going to explode again. I've never seen that movie. Thanks for supporting us, guys. Have a great week.
0: Bye.